Job, chapters 1 through 20 of the Holy Bible, American Standard Version. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 1 There was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God, and turned away from evil. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was seven thousand sheep, and three thousand camels, and five hundred yoke of oxen, and five hundred she-asses, and a very great household. So that this man was the greatest of all the children of the East. And his sons went and held a feast in the house of each one upon his day, and they sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so, when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings, according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned, and renounced God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Now it came to pass on the day when the sons of God came to present themselves before Jehovah, that Satan also came among them. And Jehovah said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered Jehovah, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And Jehovah said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? For there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God, and turneth away from evil. Then Satan answered Jehovah, and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made a hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thy hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will renounce thee to thy face. And Jehovah said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of Jehovah. And it fell on a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house, that there came a messenger unto Job, and said, The oxen were ploughing, and the asses feeding beside them. And the Sabaeans fell upon them, and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven, and hath burned up the sheep and the servants, and consumed them, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, the Chaldeans made three bands, and fell upon the camels, and have taken them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house, and behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness, and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose, and rent his robe, and shaved his head, and fell down upon the ground, and worshipped. And he said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. Jehovah gave, and Jehovah hath taken away. Blessed be the name of Jehovah. In all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly.
End of Chapter One Chapter Two Again it came to pass on the day when the sons of God came to present themselves before Jehovah, that Satan came also among them to present himself before Jehovah. And Jehovah said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered Jehovah, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And Jehovah said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? For there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God, and turneth away from evil, and he still holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movedst me against him to destroy him without cause. And Satan answered Jehovah, and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thy hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will renounce thee to thy face. And Jehovah said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thy hand, only spare his life. So Satan went forth from the presence of Jehovah, and smote Job, with sore boils from the sole of his feet unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd to scrape himself therewith, and he sat among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still hold fast thine integrity? Renounce God, and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. Now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came every one from his own place. Eliphaz the Temanite, and Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Naamathite, and they made an appointment together to come to bemoan him and to comfort him. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off, and knew him not, they lifted up their voice and wept. And they rent every one his robe, and sprinkled dust upon their heads toward heaven. So they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights, and none spake a word unto him, for they saw that his grief was very great. End of chapter 2 Chapter 3 After this opened Job his mouth, and cursed his day. And Job answered and said, Let the day perish wherein I was born, and the night which said, There is a man-child conceived, let that day be darkness. Let not God from above seek for it, neither let the light shine upon it. Let darkness and the shadow of death claim it for their own. Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let all that maketh black the day terrify it. As for that night, let thick darkness seize upon it. Let it not rejoice among the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Lo, let that night be barren. Let no joyful voice come therein. Let them curse it that curse the day, who are ready to rouse up Leviathan. Let the stars of the twilight thereof be dark. Let it look for light, but have none neither let it behold the eyelids of the morning, because it shut not up the doors of my mother's womb, nor hid trouble from mine eyes. Why died I not from the womb? Why did I not give up the ghost when my mother bare me? Why did the knees receive me? Or why the breasts that I should suck? For now should I have lain down and been quiet, I should have slept, then had I been at rest, 
with kings and counsellors of the earth, who built up waste places for themselves, or with princes that had gold, who filled their houses with silver, or as a hidden untimely birth I had not been, as infants that never saw light. There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary are at rest. There the prisoners are at ease together, they hear not the voice of the taskmaster. The small and the great are there, and the servant is free from his master. Wherefore is light given to him that is in misery, and life unto the bitter in soul, who long for death, but it cometh not, and dig for it more than for hid treasures, who rejoice exceedingly, and are glad when they can find the grave. Why is light given to a man whose way is hid, and whom God hath hedged in? For my sighing cometh before I eat, and my groanings are poured out like water, for the thing which I fear cometh upon me, and that which I am afraid of cometh unto me. I am not at ease, neither am I quiet, neither have I rest, but trouble cometh. End of chapter 3 Chapter 4 Then answered Eliphaz the Temanite, and said, if one essay to commune with thee, wilt thou be grieved? But who can withhold himself from speaking? Behold, thou hast instructed many, and thou hast strengthened the weak hands. Thy words have upholden him that was falling, and thou hast made firm the feeble knees. But now it is come unto thee, and thou faintest. It toucheth thee, and thou art troubled. Is not thy fear of God thy confidence, and the integrity of thy ways thy hope? Remember, I pray thee, whoever perished being innocent, or where were the upright cut off? According as I have seen, they that plough iniquity and sow trouble reap the same. By the breath of God they perish, and by the blast of his anger are they consumed. The roaring of the lion, and the voice of the fierce lion, and the teeth of the young lions are broken. The old lion perisheth for lack of prey, and the whelps of the lioness are scattered abroad. Now a thing was secretly brought to me, and mine ear received a whisper thereof, in thoughts from the visions of the night, when deep sleep falleth on men, Fear came upon me, and trembling, which made all my bones to shake. Then a spirit passed before my face. The hair of my flesh stood up. It stood still, but I could not discern the appearance thereof. A form was before mine eyes. There was silence, and I heard a voice saying, Shall mortal man be more just than God? Shall a man be more pure than his Maker? Behold, he putteth no trust in his servants, and his angels he chargeth with folly. How much more them that dwell in houses of clay, whose foundation is in the dust, who are crushed before the moth! Betwixt morning and evening they are destroyed. They perish for ever without any regarding it. Is not their tent-cord plucked up within them? They die, and that without wisdom. End of chapter 4 Chapter 5 Call now, is there any that will answer thee? And to which of the holy ones wilt thou turn? For vexation killeth the foolish man and jealousy slayeth the silly one. I have seen the foolish taking root, but suddenly I cursed his habitation. His children are far from safety, and they are crushed in the gate. Neither is there any to deliver them. 
whose harvest the hungry eateth up, and taketh it even out of the thorns, and the snare gapeth for their substance. For affliction cometh not forth from the dust, neither doth trouble spring out of the ground, but man is born unto trouble, as the sparks fly upward. But as for me, I would seek unto God, and unto God would I commit my cause. Who doeth great things and unsearchable, marvellous things without number, who giveth rain upon the earth, and sendeth waters upon the fields, so that he setteth up on high those that are low, and those that mourn are exalted to safety. He frustrateth the devices of the crafty, so that their hands cannot perform their enterprise. He taketh the wise in their own craftiness, and the counsel of the cunning is carried headlong. They meet with darkness in the daytime, and grope at noonday as in the night. But he saveth from the sword of their mouth even the needy from the hand of the mighty. So the poor hath hope, and iniquity stoppeth her mouth. Behold, happy is the man whom God correcteth. Therefore despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. For he maketh sore, and bindeth up. He woundeth, and his hands make whole. He will deliver thee in six troubles. Yea, in seven there shall no evil touch thee. In famine he will redeem thee from death, and in war from the power of the sword. Thou shalt be hid from the scourge of the tongue, neither shalt thou be afraid of destruction when it cometh. At destruction and death thou shalt laugh, neither shalt thou be afraid of the beasts of the earth. For thou shalt be in league with the stones of the field, and the beasts of the field shall be at peace with thee. And thou shalt know that thy tent is in peace, and thou shalt visit thy fold, and shalt miss nothing. Thou shalt know also that thy seed shall be great, and thine offspring as the grass of the earth. Thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age, like as a shock of grain cometh in in its season. Lo this, we have searched it, so it is. Hear it, and know thou it for thy good. End of chapter 5 Chapter 6 Then Job answered and said, Oh, that my vexation were but weighed, and all my calamity laid in the balances! For now it would be heavier than the sand of the seas. Therefore have my words been rash. For the arrows of the Almighty are within me, the poison whereof my spirit drinketh up. The terrors of God do set themselves in array against me. Doth the wild ass bray when he hath grass? or loweth the ox over his fodder? Can that which hath no savour be eaten without salt? Or is there any taste in the white of an egg? My soul refuseth to touch them. They are as loathsome food to me. Oh, that I might have my request, and that God would grant me the thing that I long for, even that it would please God to crush me, that he would let loose his hand, and cut me off. And be it still my consolation, yea, let me exult in pain that spareth not, that I have not denied the words of the Holy One. What is my strength that I should wait? And what is mine end that I should be patient? Is my strength the strength of stones, or is my flesh of brass? Is it not that I have no help in me, and that wisdom is driven quite from me? To him that is ready to faint kindness should be showed from his friend, even to him that forsaketh the fear of the Almighty. My brethren have dealt deceitfully as a brook, as the channel of brooks that pass away, 
which are black by reason of the ice, and wherein the snow hideth itself. What time they wax warm, they vanish. When it is hot, they are consumed out of their place. The caravans that travel by the way of them turn aside. They go up into the waste and perish. The caravans of Tima looked. The companies of Sheba waited for them. They were put to shame because they had hoped. They came thither and were confounded. For now ye are nothing. Ye see a terror and are afraid. Did I say, Give unto me? Or offer a present for me of your substance? Or deliver me from the adversary's hand? Or redeem me from the hand of the oppressors? Teach me, and I will hold my peace, and cause me to understand wherein I have erred. How forcible are words of uprightness! But your reproof, what doth it reprove? Do ye think to reprove words, seeing that the speeches of one that is desperate are as wind? Yea, ye would cast lots upon the fatherless, and make merchandise of your friend. Now therefore be pleased to look upon me, for surely I shall not lie to your face. Return, I pray you, let there be no injustice. Yea, return again, my cause is righteous. Is there injustice on my tongue? Cannot my taste discern mischievous things? End of chapter 6 Chapter 7 Is there not a warfare to man upon earth? And are not his days like the days of a hireling? as a servant that earnestly desireth the shadow, and as a hireling that looketh for his wages, so am I made to possess months of misery, and wearisome nights are appointed to me. When I lie down, I say, When shall I arise, and the night be gone? And I am full of tossings to and fro unto the dawning of the day. My flesh is clothed with worms and clods of dust. My skin closeth up and breaketh out afresh. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle, and are spent without hope. Oh, remember that my life is a breath, mine eye shall no more see good. The eye of him that seeth me shall behold me no more. Thine eyes shall be upon me, but I shall not be. As the cloud is consumed, and vanisheth away, so he that goeth down to Sheol shall come up no more. He shall return no more to his house, neither shall his place know him any more. Therefore I will not refrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I a sea, or a sea-monster, that thou settest a watch over me? When I say, My bed shall comfort me, my couch shall ease my complaint, then thou scarest me with dreams, and terrifiest me through visions, so that my soul chooseth strangling, and death rather than these my bones. I loathe my life, I would not live alway, let me alone, for my days are vanity. What is man that thou shouldest magnify him, and that thou shouldest set thy mind upon him, and that thou shouldest visit him every morning, and try him every moment? How long wilt thou not look away from me, nor let me alone till I swallow down my spittle? If I have sinned, what do I unto thee, O thou watcher of men, why hast thou set me as a mark for thee, so that I am a burden to myself? And why dost thou not pardon my transgression, and take away mine iniquity? For now shall I lie down in the dust, and thou wilt seek me diligently, but I shall not be. End of chapter 7 Chapter 8 
Then answered Bildad the Shuhite, and said, How long wilt thou speak these things? And how long shall the words of thy mouth be like a mighty wind? Doth God pervert justice? Or doth the Almighty pervert righteousness? If thy children have sinned against him, and he hath delivered them into the hand of their transgression, if thou wouldest seek diligently unto God, and make thy supplication to the Almighty, if thou wert pure and upright, surely now he would awake for thee, and make the habitation of thy righteousness prosperous. And though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end would greatly increase. For inquire, I pray thee, of the former age, and apply thyself to that which their fathers have searched out. For we are but of yesterday, and know nothing, because our days upon earth are a shadow. Shall not they teach thee, and tell thee, and utter words out of their heart? Can the rush grow up without mire? Can the flag grow without water? Whilst it is yet in its greenness, and not cut down, it withereth before any other herb. So are the paths of all that forget God, and the hope of the godless man shall perish, whose confidence shall break in sunder, and whose trust is a spider's web. He shall lean upon his house, but it shall not stand. He shall hold fast thereby, but it shall not endure. He is green before the sun, and his shoots go forth over his garden. His roots are wrapped about the stone heap. He beholdeth the place of stones. If he be destroyed from his place, then it shall deny him, saying, I have not seen thee. Behold, this is the joy of his way and out of the earth shall others spring. Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man, neither will he uphold the evildoers. He will yet fill thy mouth with laughter, and thy lips with shouting. They that hate thee shall be clothed with shame, and the tent of the wicked shall be no more. End of chapter 8 Chapter 9 Then Job answered and said, Of a truth I know that it is so, but how can man be just with God? If he be pleased to contend with him, he cannot answer him one of a thousand. He is wise in heart and mighty in strength. Who hath hardened himself against him and prospered? Him that removeth the mountains, and they know it not, when he overturneth them in his anger, that shaketh the earth out of its place, and the pillars thereof tremble, that commandeth the sun, and it riseth not, and sealeth up the stars, that alone stretcheth out the heavens, and treadeth upon the waves of the sea, that maketh the bear, Orion, and the Pleiades, and the chambers of the south, that doeth great things past finding out, yea, marvellous things without number. Lo, he goeth by me, and I see him not. He passeth on also, but I perceive him not. Behold, he seizeth the prey. Who can hinder him? Who will say unto him, What doest thou? God will not withdraw his anger. The helpers of Rahab do stoop under him, how much less shall I answer him, and choose out my words to reason with him? Whom, though I were righteous, yet would I not answer? I would make supplication to my judge. If I had called, and he had answered me, yet would I not believe that he hearkened unto my voice. For he breaketh me with a tempest, and multiplieth my wounds without cause. He will not suffer me to take my breath, but filleth me with bitterness. If we speak of strength, lo, he is mighty. And if of justice, who saith he will summon me? Though I be righteous, mine own mouth shall condemn me. Though I be perfect, it shall prove me perverse. 
I am perfect, I regard not myself, I despise my life. It is all one, therefore I say, he destroyeth the perfect and the wicked. If the scourge slay suddenly, he will mock at the trial of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked, he covereth the faces of the judges thereof. If it be not he, who then is it? Now my days are swifter than a post. They flee away, they see no good. They are passed away as the swift ships, as the eagle that swoopeth on the prey. If I say I will forget my complaint, I will put off my sad countenance and be of good cheer. I am afraid of all my sorrows. I know that thou wilt not hold me innocent. I shall be condemned. Why then do I labor in vain? If I wash myself with snow water, and make my hands never so clean, yet wilt thou plunge me in the ditch, and mine own clothes shall abhor me. For he is not a man, as I am, that I should answer him, that we should come together in judgment. There is no umpire betwixt us that might lay his hand upon us both. Let him take his rod away from me, and let not his terror make me afraid. Then would I speak, and not fear him, for I am not so in myself. End of chapter 9 Chapter 10 My soul is weary of my life. I will give free course to my complaint. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will say unto God, Do not condemn me. Show me wherefore thou contendest with me. Is it good unto thee that thou shouldest oppress, that thou shouldest despise the work of thy hands, and shine upon the counsel of the wicked? Hast thou eyes of flesh, or seest thou as man seeth? Are thy days as the days of man, or thy years as man's days? that thou inquirest after mine iniquity, and searchest after my sin, although thou knowest that I am not wicked, and there is none that can deliver out of thy hand. Thy hands have framed me and fashioned me together round about, yet thou dost destroy me. Remember, I beseech thee, that thou hast fashioned me as clay, and wilt thou bring me into dust again? Hast thou not poured me out as milk, and curdled me like cheese? Thou hast clothed me with skin and flesh, and knit me together with bones and sinews. Thou hast granted me life and loving-kindness, and thy visitation hath preserved my spirit. Yet these things thou didst hide in thy heart. I know that this is with thee. If I sin, then thou markest me and thou wilt not acquit me from mine iniquity. If I be wicked, woe unto me, and if I be righteous, yet shall I not lift up my head, being filled with ignominy, and looking upon mine affliction. And if my head exalt itself, thou huntest me as a lion, and again thou showest thyself marvellous upon me. Thou renewest thy witnesses against me, and increasest thine indignation upon me. Changes and warfare are with me. Wherefore, then, hast thou brought me forth out of the womb? I had given up the ghost, and no eye had seen me. I should have been as though I had not been. I should have been carried from the womb to the grave. Are not my days few? Cease, then, and let me alone, that I may take comfort a little, before I go whence I shall not return, even to the land of darkness and of the shadow of death, the land dark as midnight, the land of the shadow of death without any order, and where the light is as midnight. End of chapter 10 Chapter 11 
Then answered Zophar the Naamathite, and said, Should not the multitude of words be answered? And should a man full of talk be justified? Should thy boastings make men hold their peace? And when thou mockest, shall no man make thee ashamed? For thou sayest, My doctrine is pure, and I am clean in thine eyes. But, O, oh, that God would speak and open his lips against thee, and that he would show thee the secrets of wisdom. For he is manifold in understanding. Know, therefore, that God exacteth of thee less than thine iniquity deserveth. Canst thou by searching find out God? Canst thou find out the Almighty unto perfection? It is high as heaven, what canst thou do? Deeper than Sheol, what canst thou know? The measure thereof is longer than the earth, and broader than the sea. If he pass through and shut up, and all unto judgment, then who can hinder him? For he knoweth false men, he seeth iniquity also, even though he consider it not. But vain man is void of understanding, yea, man is born as a wild ass's colt. If thou set thy heart aright, and stretch out thy hands toward him, if iniquity be in thy hand, put it far away, and let not unrighteousness dwell in thy tents. Surely then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot, yea, thou shalt be steadfast, and shalt not fear, for thou shalt forget thy misery. Thou shalt remember it as waters that are passed away, and thy life shall be clearer than the noonday. Though there be darkness, it shall be as the morning, and thou shalt be secure, because there is hope. Yea, thou shalt search about thee, and shalt take thy rest in safety." Also thou shalt lie down, and none shall make thee afraid. Yea, many shall make suit unto thee. But the eyes of the wicked shall fail, and they shall have no way to flee, and their hope shall be the giving up of the ghost. End of chapter 11 Chapter 12 then Job answered and said, No doubt, but ye are the people, and wisdom shall die with you. But I have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Yea, who knoweth not such things as these? I am as one that is a laughing-stock to his neighbor. I who called upon God, and he answered. The just, the perfect man, is a laughing-stock. In the thought of him that is at ease there is contempt for misfortune. It is ready for them whose foot slippeth. The tents of robbers prosper, and they that provoke God are secure, into whose hand God bringeth abundantly. But ask now the beasts, and they shall teach thee, and the birds of the heavens, and they shall tell thee, or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee. Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of Jehovah hath wrought this, in whose hand is the soul of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind? Doth not the ear try words, even as the palate tasteth its food? With aged men is wisdom, and in length of days understanding. With God is wisdom and might, he hath counsel and understanding. Behold, he breaketh down, and it cannot be built again. He shutteth up a man, and there can be no opening. Behold, he withholdeth the waters, and they dry up. Again he sendeth them out, and they overturn the earth. With him is strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. He leadeth counsellors away stripped, and judges maketh he fools. He looseth the bond of kings, and he bindeth their loins with a girdle. He leadeth priests away stripped, 
and overthroweth the mighty. He removeth the speech of the trusty, and taketh away the understanding of the elders. He poureth contempt upon princes, and looseth the belt of the strong. He uncovereth deep things out of darkness, and bringeth out to light the shadow of death. He increaseth the nations, and he destroyeth them. He enlargeth the nations, and he leadeth them captive. He taketh away understanding from the chiefs of the people of the earth, and causeth them to wander in a wilderness where there is no way. They grope in the dark without light, and he maketh them to stagger like a drunken man. End of chapter 12 Chapter 13 Lo, mine eye hath seen all this, mine ear hath heard and understood it. What ye know the same do I know also, I am not inferior unto you. Surely I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to reason with God. But ye are forgers of lies, ye are all physicians of no value. Oh, that ye would altogether hold your peace, and it would be your wisdom. Hear now my reasoning, and hearken to the pleadings of my lips. Will ye speak unrighteously for God, and talk deceitfully for Him? Will ye show partiality to Him? Will ye contend for God? Is it good that he should search you out? Or as one deceiveth a man, will ye deceive him? He will surely reprove you, if ye do secretly show partiality. Shall not his majesty make you afraid, and his dread fall upon you? Your memorable sayings are proverbs of ashes, your defences are defences of clay. Hold your peace, let me alone, that I may speak, and let come on me what will. Wherefore should I take my flesh in my teeth, and put my life in my hand? Behold, he will slay me, I have no hope, nevertheless I will maintain my ways before him. This also shall be my salvation, that a godless man shall not come before him. Hear diligently my speech, and let my declaration be in your ears. Behold now, I have set my cause in order, I know that I am righteous. Who is he that will contend with me? For then would I hold my peace, and give up the ghost. Only do not two things unto me, then will I not hide myself from thy face. Withdraw thy hand far from me, and let not thy terror make me afraid. Then call thou, and I will answer, or let me speak, and answer thou me. How many are mine iniquities and sins? Make me to know my transgression and my sin. Wherefore hidest thou thy face, and holdest me for thine enemy? Wilt thou harass a driven leaf, and wilt thou pursue the dry stubble? For thou writest bitter things against me, and makest me to inherit the iniquities of my youth. Thou puttest my feet also in the stocks, and markest all my paths. Thou settest a bound to the soles of my feet, though I am like a rotten thing that consumeth, like a garment that is moth-eaten. End of chapter 13 Chapter 14 Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower, and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow, and continueth not. And dost thou open thine eyes upon such a one, and bringest me into judgment with thee? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months is with thee, and thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. 
look away from him that he may rest till he shall accomplish as a hireling his day for there is hope of a tree if it be cut down that it will sprout again and that the tender branch thereof will not cease though the root thereof wax old in the earth and the stock thereof die in the ground yet through the scent of water it will bud and put forth boughs like a plant but man dieth and is laid low yea man giveth up the ghost and where is he as the waters fail from the sea and the river wasteth and drieth up so man lieth down and riseth not till the heavens be no more they shall not awake nor be roused out of their sleep o oh, that thou wouldest hide me in sheol that thou wouldest keep me secret until thy wrath be past that thou wouldest appoint me a set time and remember me if a man die shall he live again all the days of my warfare would i wait till my release should come thou wouldest call and i would answer thee thou wouldest have a desire to the work of thy hands but now thou numberest my steps dost thou not watch over my sin my transgression is sealed up in a bag and thou fastenest up mine iniquity but the mountain falling cometh to naught and the rock is removed out of its place the waters wear the stones the overflowings thereof wash away the dust of the earth so thou destroyest the hope of man thou prevailest for ever against him and he passeth thou changest his countenance and sendest him away his sons come to honour and he knoweth it not and they are brought low but he perceiveth it not of them but his flesh upon him hath pain and his soul within him mourneth end of chapter fourteen chapter fifteen then answered eliphaz the temanite and said should a wise man make answer with vain knowledge and fill himself with the east wind should he reason with unprofitable talk or with speeches wherewith he can do no good yea thou doest away with fear and hinderest devotion before god for thine iniquity teacheth thy mouth and thou choosest the tongue of the crafty thine own mouth condemneth thee and not i yea thine own lips testify against thee art thou the first man that was born or wast thou brought forth before the hills hast thou heard the secret counsel of god and dost thou limit wisdom to thyself what knowest thou that we know not what understandest thou which is not in us with us are both the grey-headed and the very aged men much elder than thy father are the consolations of god too small for thee even the word that is gentle toward thee why doth thy heart carry thee away and why do thine eyes flash that against god thou turnest thy spirit and lettest words go out of thy mouth what is man that he should be clean and he that is born of a woman that he should be righteous behold he putteth no trust in his holy ones yea the heavens are not clean in his sight how much less one that is abominable and corrupt a man that drinketh iniquity like water i will show thee hear thou me and that which i have seen i will declare which wise men have told from their fathers and have not hid it 
unto whom alone the land was given, and no stranger passed among them. The wicked man travaileth with pain all his days, even the number of years that are laid up for the oppressor. A sound of terrors is in his ears, in prosperity the destroyer shall come upon him. He believeth not that he shall return out of darkness, and he is waited for of the sword. He wandereth abroad for bread, saying, Where is it? He knoweth that the day of darkness is ready at his hand. Distress and anguish make him afraid. They prevail against him as a king ready to the battle. Because he hath stretched out his hand against God, and behaveth himself proudly against the Almighty, he runneth upon him with a stiff neck, with the thick bosses of his bucklers, because he hath covered his face with his fatness, and gathered fat upon his loins, and he hath dwelt in desolate cities, in houses which no man inhabited, which were ready to become heaps. He shall not be rich, neither shall his substance continue, neither shall their possessions be extended on the earth. He shall not depart out of darkness. The flame shall dry up his branches, and by the breath of God's mouth shall he go away. Let him not trust in vanity, deceiving himself, for vanity shall be his recompense. It shall be accomplished before his time, and his branch shall not be green. He shall shake off his unripe grape as the vine, and shall cast off his flower as the olive tree. For the company of the godless shall be barren, and fire shall consume the tents of bribery. They conceive mischief, and bring forth iniquity, and their heart prepareth deceit. End of chapter 15 Chapter 16 Then Job answered and said, I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are ye all. Shall vain words have an end? Or what provoketh thee that thou answerest? I also could speak as ye do. If your soul were in my soul's stead, I could join words together against you and shake my head at you. But I would strengthen you with my mouth, and the solace of my lips would assuage your grief. Though I speak, my grief is not assuaged, and though I forbear, what am I eased? But now he hath made me weary, thou hast made desolate all my company, and thou hast laid fast hold on me, which is a witness against me, and my leanness riseth up against me, it testifieth to my face. He hath torn me in his wrath, and persecuted me, he hath gnashed upon me with his teeth, mine adversary sharpeneth his eyes upon me, they have gaped upon me with their mouth. They have smitten me upon the cheek reproachfully. They gather themselves together against me. God delivereth me to the ungodly, and casteth me into the hands of the wicked. I was at ease, and he brake me asunder. Yea, he hath taken me by the neck, and dashed me to pieces. He hath also set me up for his mark. His archers compass me round about. He cleaveth my reins asunder, and doth not spare. He poureth out my gall upon the ground. He breaketh me with breach upon breach. He runneth upon me like a giant. I have sewed sackcloth upon my skin, and have laid my horn in the dust. 
my face is red with weeping, and on my eyelids is the shadow of death. Although there is no violence in my hands, and my prayer is pure, O earth, cover not thou my blood, and let my cry have no resting place. Even now, behold, my witness is in heaven, and he that voucheth for me is on high. My friends scoff at me, but mine eye poureth out tears unto God, that he would maintain the right of a man with God, and of a son of man with his neighbor. For when a few years are come, I shall go the way whence I shall not return. End of chapter 16 Chapter 17 My spirit is consumed, my days are extinct, the grave is ready for me. Surely there are mockers with me, and mine eye dwelleth upon their provocation. Give now a pledge, be surety for me with thyself. Who is there that will strike hands with me? For thou hast hid their heart from understanding, therefore shalt thou not exalt them. He that denounceth his friends for a prey, even the eyes of his children shall fail. But he hath made me a byword of the people, and they spit in my face. Mine eye also is dim by reason of sorrow, and all my members are as a shadow. Upright men shall be astonished at this, and the innocent shall stir up himself against the godless. Yet shall the righteous hold on his way, and he that hath clean hands shall wax stronger and stronger. But as for you all, come on now again, and I shall not find a wise man among you. My days are past, my purposes are broken off, even the thoughts of my heart. They change the night into day, the light, say they, is near unto the darkness. If I look for Sheol as my house, if I have spread my couch in the darkness, if I have said to corruption, Thou art my father, to the worm, Thou art my mother and my sister, where then is my hope? And as for my hope, who shall see it? It shall go down to the bars of Sheol, when once there is rest in the dust. End of chapter 17 Chapter 18 Then answered Bildad the Shuhite, and said, How long will ye hunt for words? Consider, and afterwards we will speak. Wherefore are we counted as beasts, and are become unclean in your sight? Thou that tearest thyself in thine anger, shall the earth be forsaken for thee? Or shall the rock be removed out of its place? Yea, the light of the wicked shall be put out, and the spark of his fire shall not shine. The light shall be dark in his tent, and his lamp above him shall be put out. The steps of his strength shall be straightened, and his own counsel shall cast him down. For he is cast into a net by his own feet, and he walketh upon the toils. A gin shall take him by the heel, and a snare shall lay hold on him. A noose is hid for him in the ground, and a trap for him in the way. Terrors shall make him afraid on every side, and shall chase him at his heels. His strength shall be hunger-bitten, and calamity shall be ready at his side. The members of his body shall be devoured, yea, the firstborn of death shall devour his members. He shall be rooted out of his tent, wherein he trusteth, and he shall be brought to the king of terrors. There shall dwell in his tent that which is none of his. Brimstone shall be scattered upon his habitation. His roots shall be dried up beneath, 
and above shall his branch be cut off. His remembrance shall perish from the earth, and he shall have no name in the street. He shall be driven from light into darkness, and chased out of the world. He shall have neither son nor son's son among his people, nor any remaining where he sojourned. They that come after shall be astonished at his day, as they that went before were affrighted. Surely such are the dwellings of the unrighteous, and this is the place of him that knoweth not God. End of chapter 18 Chapter 19 Then Job answered and said, how long will ye vex my soul, and break me in pieces with words? These ten times have ye reproached me. Ye are not ashamed that ye deal hardly with me. And be it indeed that I have erred. Mine error remaineth with myself. If indeed ye will magnify yourselves against me, and plead against me my reproach, Know now that God hath subverted me in my cause, and hath compassed me with his net. Behold, I cry out of wrong, but I am not heard. I cry for help, but there is no justice. He hath walled up my way that I cannot pass, and hath set darkness in my paths. He hath stripped me of my glory, and taken the crown from my head. He hath broken me down on every side, and I am gone. And my hope hath he plucked up like a tree. He hath also kindled his wrath against me, and he counteth me unto him as one of his adversaries. His troops come on together, and cast up their way against me, and encamp round about my tent. He hath put my brethren far from me, and mine acquaintance are wholly estranged from me. My kinsfolk have failed, and my familiar friends have forgotten me. They that dwell in my house and my maids count me for a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. I call unto my servant, and he giveth me no answer, though I entreat him with my mouth. My breath is strange to my wife, and my supplication to the children of mine own mother. Even young children despise me. If I arise, they speak against me. All my familiar friends abhor me, and they whom I loved are turned against me. My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I am escaped with the skin of my teeth. Have pity upon me, have pity upon me, O ye my friends, for the hand of God hath touched me. Why do ye persecute me as God, and are not satisfied with my flesh? O oh, that my words were now written, O oh, that they were inscribed in a book, that with an iron pen and lead they were graven in the rock for ever. But as for me, I know that my Redeemer liveth, and at last he will stand up upon the earth. And after my skin, even this body is destroyed. Then without my flesh shall I see God, whom I, even I, shall see on my side, and mine eyes shall behold, and not as a stranger. My heart is consumed within me. If ye say, how we will persecute him, and that the root of the matter is found in me. Be ye afraid of the sword, for wrath bringeth the punishments of the sword, that ye may know there is a judgment. End of chapter 19 Chapter 20 Then answered Zophar the Naamathite, and said, Therefore do my thoughts give answer to me, even by reason of my haste that is in me. I have heard the reproof which putteth me to shame, and the spirit of my understanding answereth me. 
Knowest thou not this of old time, since man was placed upon earth, that the triumphing of the wicked is short, and the joy of the godless but for a moment? Though his height mount up to the heavens, and his head reach unto the clouds, yet he shall perish for ever like his own dung. They that have seen him shall say, Where is he? He shall fly away as a dream, and shall not be found. Yea, he shall be chased away as a vision of the night. The eye which saw him shall see him no more, neither shall his place any more behold him. His children shall seek the favor of the poor, and his hands shall give back his wealth. His bones are full of his youth, but it shall lie down with him in the dust. Though wickedness be sweet in his mouth, though he hide it under his tongue, though he spare it and will not let it go, but keep it still within his mouth, yet his food in his bowels is turned, it is the gall of asps within him. He hath swallowed down riches, and he shall vomit them up again. God will cast them out of his belly. He shall suck the poison of asps, the viper's tongue shall slay him. He shall not look upon the rivers, the flowing streams of honey and butter. That which he labored for shall he restore, and shall not swallow it down. According to the substance that he hath gotten, he shall not rejoice, for he hath oppressed and forsaken the poor. He hath violently taken away a house, and he shall not build it up. Because he knew no quietness within him, he shall not save aught of that wherein he delighteth. There was nothing left that he devoured not. Therefore his prosperity shall not endure. In the fullness of his sufficiency he shall be in straits. The hand of every one that is in misery shall come upon him. When he is about to fill his belly, God will cast the fierceness of his wrath upon him, and will rain it upon him while he is eating. He shall flee from the iron weapon, and the bow of brass shall strike him through. He draweth it forth, and it cometh out of his body. Yea, the glittering point cometh out of his gall. Terrors are upon him. All darkness is laid up for his treasures. A fire not blown by man shall devour him. It shall consume that which is left in his tent. The heavens shall reveal his iniquity, and the earth shall rise up against him. The increase of his house shall depart. His goods shall flow away in the day of his wrath. This is the portion of a wicked man from God and the heritage appointed unto him by God. End of chapter 20